Open the pod bay doors, Hal. I'd like to, Dave, but I haven't finished listening to the Staggering Stories podcast. Oh, bugger. Welcome, welcome, one and all, to Staggering Stories, podcast number 31. Wow. Quite a lot. Or as the French would say, 31, would they? I, Is I, this France? Uh, Crawley. <laughs> Not France. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm Crumbly. I'm fake Keith. I'm Adam. And I... I'm the real key. Yes. Uh, 57... W, I think, today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 57W. That's a lot of real Keiths. That is. Mm. That is. Mm. Why did you make a, a yummy sound then, <laughs> El President? <laughs> he, he went... Yummy? Mm. Because I'm full of creamy goodness? <laughs> <laughs> that was all over your cake. Yes. Mm. time of recording this it's the real keith's birthday wow he is Woo-hoo. very old well oldish very ish. old <laughs> ish shall we have a quick round of happy birthday to you please on three who and do three happy, happy birthday, birthday to you me. happy birthday to you me happy birthday dear, dear real keith. keith happy birthday to you you're and very old oh I'll <laughs> and many more no <laughs> not many i think oh. you've you've crossed that line where more from less to come oh, what is it i've got a yeah. great future behind me you have yeah right moving swiftly onwards to el presidente with the news the news deliver the news in a moira stewart kind of voice please <laughs> probably not <laughs> okay actually could i start the news this yeah. time <laughs> okay because Hot off the press. Oh, right. Well, torn out of the Sunday Mirror, so you you can take this with a huge font of all knowledge of salt. Mm. According to the Sunday Mirror, Uh and in big white letters on a red background here, we have the word exclusive. (laughs) Right. They reckon that the seven surviving actors to play the Doctor will be getting together for a Children in Need special in November. For exclusive, do we read? has trolled the wishlist forum sites. Very likely, yeah. But they reckon Tom Baker onwards... They'll all be together for children in need. Okay, okay. Now, see, I know the real Keith is a pessimist about this. <laughs> the real Keith, until the man on the BBC said, and now, returning to the BBC TV, it's Doctor Who, was still saying, no, they're not going to do it. <laughs> Even though they'd mm. cast everyone and we'd seen pictures, no, they're not going to do it. I'm going to come down on the side of, yes, I think they will do this. We've okay. seen this before, though. Haven't we? Yeah. Dimensions yep. in time. Yeah. 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 What, with all seven of them. Well, there was only on what, five then, was it? Five, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, four, um, maybe. Oh, I... I... I am officially going to go on the record here that I would love to see it. It would be great, but I think this is, as I said, trolling the forum wish list, and you can call me Susan if this ever happens. You always tend to err on the side of caution, because, (laughs) as you said, if you're wrong, you'll be very happy, and if you're not wrong, you won't be disappointed. Ah, And I think that's a very bad outlook to have (laughs) in life, especially on your 48th birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. As I seem to remember somebody saying before the first season of the new Who came out, 
I'll believe it when I see the end credits rolling by. Yep, yeah, yeah, I did yeah. say that. I admit, I admit. 45th anniversary. Oh. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're wrong. <laughs> You're so wrong in your wrongness. Sticking with Doctor Who news, if mm, I may. Go on. She's got a long list here. She's been trolling. She's been doing her homework. We have a bit of royal Doctor Who news, actually. <laughs> Apparently the Prince of Wales was Charlie. offered a mm. bit part by Russell T in one of the upcoming <laughs> specials. <laughs> And has said no. He doesn't want to do it. And Russell T is quoted as having called the prince, the heir to the throne, (laughs) a miserable swine. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The man gets an OBE and decides to start biting the hand that pets him. Yeah. <laughs> I personally am glad he's turned it down because, as I've said before, I hate inviting famous people just for the sake of them being there. Yeah. I think they did try this once before with uh, Silver Nemesis, wasn't it? They invited the Queen. Oh, yeah, so they had that woman who yeah. doesn't look anything she, like she, the Queen. She declined, so they oh, got yeah. a, an antibody. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think Charles make a good monster of those big ears. Silurian. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And in yet more Doctor Who news, we've got the um, National Television Awards coming up. Oh, yes. And in the category for Outstanding Drama uh, drama Performance, David Tennant and Catherine Tate are both up for it. I'm sure they are. So this is a difficult one. Along with Philip Glenister from Ashes to Ashes. Oh, again, so. a difficult. I think Tennant, I would like Tennant to get it because I think he's such a formidable actor. Yeah. But Tate stepped up to the plate that oh, season. Yeah. You know, she, she mm, blew away so. all the opposition, so she, she deserves it. Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely, cool. definitely. Any other news? Another bit of Doc 2 news. Go on then. Patrick Stewart has apparently expressed interest in uh, guest starring on Doctor Who. Ooh. Now he's best buddies with David Tennant, and there's no apparent, you know, concrete news here. But they're saying that um, he might be have a recurring villain role. But we'll see. It would be nice. It would be nice. Is this another trawling of the forums? Maybe. Mm, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, mm. you know, be good for Patrick Stewart's career. <laughs> Star Trek was. Hey, look at him. He's there. How many times has he done Hamlet and yeah. Shakespeare? Mm. And now suddenly more it's up, times than we've had. Yeah. Dinners yeah. mm. comes along and it's all sold out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, true. So it's got to be true. good for his recognition to be on Doctor Who. Torchwood news. Oh, oh yes. Right. Mm. Uh, for new cast members. Oh yeah. Um, for what's it called? Children, Children of the of Earth. Earth. We've got. Oh, I'm not sure how you pronounce this. We've got um, Lucy Kohu will play Alice. She was in uh, Cape Wrath. Susan Brown um, was in the Riff Raff element. She's going to play Bridget Spears. I thought they said Britney Spears. So for a did moment. I at first. <laughs> so she's going to shave all her hair off and, uh... <laughs> and have a nervous breakdown. Mm. <laughs> okay, then we have uh, Rick Macaram and the delightfully named Cush Jumbo. <laughs> Can you imagine the jokes on set? Yes. <laughs> and Cush is going to be playing Lois Haibiba, who apparently is a secretary. Uh, she's going to be the computer bod. She's a uh, secretary maybe. who manages to hack into some vital information, like all secretaries are wont to do. Oh, of course. <laughs> Rick will be playing Dr. Rapesh Patanjali, who's a junior doctor at St. Helens <clears throat> Hospital. You think at the idea that these are replacements for Tosh and Ari. You Could think, be. maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Right, details of the second season of Ashes to Ashes have been revealed. It's set in 1982, the series will see the return of all the major cast members. The new series moves in a slightly different direction. 
uh, and we're really looking forward to developing the characters and Alex's journey further, says producer Beth Willis. Apparently, Jean and Alex's relationship is so complex, it's very sparky, and they obviously care for each other, but very grudgingly. And yeah. So it would be very interesting to see how this relationship evolves. Yeah, I'm not sure mm. whether they should go down that route. A new character also appears in the form of False Legend DS Super Mac Macintosh, yeah, who looks like, well, basically, he looks, he looks like a, a, a spanner being thrown into the works, into yep. the relationship between um, Jean and Alex. So, watch this space for more news. Yeah, set in 82. It's a year mm-hmm. later than the... Uh, That's right, yes. of the Falklands, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. 82, yeah. So, I've actually moved on, because uh, the second season of the original series, Life on Mars, was still in 73. 73, I think yeah. so, yeah. V is mm. coming back, apparently. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> when the miniseries <clears throat> was just a little bit... No, no, no. The miniseries was fine. The miniseries was fine. It yeah. was the TV series. It was the TV series, series that, that yeah. went a little bit mm, dodgy. With, with, uh, with shoulder pads and soap pop. Uh, yeah. and you still had the star girl Big even hair in, in the second mini yeah, yeah. yeah. It's meant to be uh, Scott Peters um, writing Peters. the script. He wrote, um, well, he co created the 4400. Yeah, that oh, wasn't yeah. too bad. That had yeah. its moments. Yeah, he did. So I take, I take it this is, it's not just a redoing. This is going to be a new series in its own right. There's no yeah. Mike Donovan and. No, no, all new characters apparently. So, yeah. so, so, so it's so a retelling book. A reinterpretation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a reimagining. It's described as a reimagining. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that that depends. I mean, Battlestar Galactica was fantastic. The, the reimagining, comparing it to the original series. Well, I think most but, people agree. Yeah, but there are various other things, which none of them spring to mind at the moment, that haven't been as as good. Yeah. I don't see why this shouldn't be. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it the an eyeball. The original was fine, and the effects on the original, given that it was the early eighties, yeah. were fine. Oh, yeah. So mm-hmm. chuck a bit of money at it. Whether it'll work or not, I'm not so sure. There isn't the Cold War. Yeah. And yeah. all that happening at the moment. Okay. Over on Fox, the Fox TV channel in America, things are getting interesting. Uh, Fringe is quite a hit, apparently. And yeah. They've ordered up an entire season of it, which is J.J. Abrams' latest TV yeah. series. It's currently showing that on Sky. I've only caught the first episode. Intrigued. Hmm. A lot of people say it's an X-Files yeah. remake, yeah. effectively. But it seems to be doing well. Doing less well is Sarah Connor Chronicles, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah, and it is on the, the cusp of being cancelled, they reckon. Perhaps in the try to aid the uh, the show that comes after it, which is Prison Break, I think, which apparently is, is not leading into it very well. Prison Break, they're on the third season of the, exactly the same premise. Yeah. You know, so, so many times can you flog a, a dead Mind horse. Mind you, Terminator. It's yeah. the same premise. Yeah. <laughs> Every film. So uh, I hope that uh, Sarah Connor picks back up. We'll see. Doctor Horrible. Mm. Hooray. DVD's still not out, but um, apparently they're promising it'll be ready in time for Christmas. Yep. Good. And the whole sing along blog is um, now available in the UK and <clears> Australia <throat> on iTunes. That's- Finally. Finally, <laughs> was uh, released on the 10th of October. So, woo. Yeah, nearly three months after the US and Canadian ones. Yeah. yeah. rest of the world still have to wait. Probably no word at all on when they might get it, if at all. Is there any way we can blame Bush for this? I'm sure we can think of something. Yeah, export restrictions. Mm, just want to mention some news about um, a film very dear to my heart. Oh, Apparently yeah. at the um, recent San Diego Comic Con, um, the crowds there were very surprised by a short preview and trailer of the uh, Neutron sequel. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm, yes. yes, yeah. Tron point two, wasn't it? Well, apparently they're going to call it TR two N. That's it. Yeah. What? TR two N. Yeah. Oh, so the two 
is like an O. Mm, that's yeah. right, yeah. yeah. Two-shaped. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, more like a zero-shaped would have thought, but, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. No, apparently um, it's a three-minute trailer featuring, uh, well, the star of the original film, Jeff Bridges, and um, apparently the crowd went absolutely bananas over it. They really did. Mm, well, I mean, Jeff Bridges about 90 now? Well, he's in his late 50s now, so... <laughs> he's got long grey hair because mm, he's in yes. uh, How to Lose Friends and Alienate. Mm, uh, that's it, yeah. Hope not his spandex. <laughs> oh, oh god is he wearing the spandex he's drawn to mm, not as far as i know no but apparently um well obviously it's still in production hell at the moment uh, but um disney is banking on a 2011 release oh i haven't filmed it yet um no i mean but it has, it has got the green lights i mean um yeah the script writers have been drafted in yeah production team and so on and so forth so okay so i, I take this this trailer was test footage well to pique people's interest yeah you know, i suppose yeah. Yeah. Is this going to be aimed at kiddies? Is this like um in the summer, this summer, there was that speed racer, which was very much aimed at little boys. Well, it was based on a cartoon. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, very well, bad. A Japanese manga <laughs> Japanese cartoon. cartoon. Oh, well, we'll have to look out for that one mm, if real yes. Keith is still alive, because, you know, he's very old now. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to feedback, you lovely lovely people we love you you keep writing us letters oh, yes we're pathetically grateful we candles just, and roses uh, and chocolate and just we didn't have enough attention as children and this is kind of making up for it love you please stop whispering at your <laughs> microphone <laughs> okay first up is an old favorite see if you can guess who it is the head of pertwee well, we, we haven't said hello <laughs> to the head of pertwee oh. hello head hello, of pertwee hello head have been off filming for the new uh, children eating then? Oh, not no, yet. They not haven't yet. called him up. No, no. Mind you, anyway, how's he going to get up to um, the studios without a body? He'll use his head, don't worry. Oh, okay. okay, so first up we have the affectionate Leslie. <laughs> Leslie! <laughs> Leslie, hello. hello. Leslie says, hi team. Hello. Hello, Leslie. Thank hello. you for including me in the latest podcast. I'm enjoying getting back into the Staggering Stories groove. Always a pleasure. Regarding your news, I am sad that they're going to make a Pirates of the Caribbean 4. Mm-hmm. I was very involved in Pirates of the Caribbean fandom for many years, but believe there is a point when one can say enough is enough. Yeah. I am less convinced than the rest of you about Merlin. I roll my eyes through a good chunk of it, but enjoy Richard Wilson and having Facebook conversations about the virtues of historical cravats with Adam. <laughs> Yoda is indeed yep. Welsh. Mm. Read How Green Was My Valley for further uh, syntactic proof. Yeah. I laughed when the half-undone Peter Davison dressing gown moment from Black Orchid was mentioned. Now I definitely have to see that story. As for the great TARDIS moments, old and new, I'm so glad Crumbly mentioned the TARDIS falling down the cliff in Curse of Peladon, because I really loved that too. Since you took most of the good ones, I'll just say I enjoyed that the Doctor was revived in Christmas Invasion by tea spilled onto the metal gantry of the TARDIS. I'm glad that you all enjoyed the Torchwood radio play. I'm a radio play junkie, and hearing Torchwood in audio form was pure joy for me especially as being in the UK meant I could actually hear it being broadcast Hmm. I agree that Gareth David Lloyd is a very effective actor on radio Ianto being the ambassador for Wales was certainly (laughs) a high point of the play of the films you all saw this summer I agreed with your enthusiasm for Indiana Jones (laughs) Marion's Dunn and Elizabeth Sladen but found your lukewarm reaction to The Dark Knight disappointing. I guess everyone can't love it as much as I did, but perhaps you might be interested in reading my review for it and seeing why I enjoyed it. Yeah. We'll put a link at the end of this Yeah, yeah definitely, definitely. Finally, I thought I would share with you that I'm fairly certain something Who-related was being filmed in Swansea Guildhall last week, as I spotted Russell T. Davis there, as well as cameras and crew. It will be interesting to see what it is. Mm. Let us know. Mm. Yeah. 
Yes. Children in need? Very mm, likely. Could very well be, yeah. Ah, see, see, just Russell T, not the rest of them. So there you go. They were in see? their trailer. <laughs> <laughs> All of them. Right, have one here from Nathan. Hello, Nathan. Nate. Nathan. Hello, Nathan. Hello, Nathan. Sweep versus recliners. Genius. <laughs> fake Easter. Thank you for that one. Yep. Absolute genius. It really cheered up my crappy Sunday night. Oh, good. <laughs> my favourite TARDIS moment? The whole first segment of Castro Velva. Yep. Mm. It showed that no matter how great the TARDIS is, if something goes wrong, you're in deep doo-doo. <laughs> <laughs> yep. The cloister bell was downright creepy. Least favourite companion moment? Deadly assassin. There was no companion. I think the story <laughs> suffered as a result. An interesting experiment with a format that works is doctor plus companion equals success dropping the companion was a bad idea and was one of the reasons I didn't enjoy the one last season where the doc was stuck on the tour bus without Donna sorry you didn't like Batman I loved it and I hated Wally oh, <laughs> I'd say my nephew and couldn't wait for it to end I agree with Adam well, of course yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fed up with knowing how films will end we need some new writers imagination flair and new ideas the film industry will stagnate by the way loved fake keys inclined a moderate inconvenience story sounds like you guys were lucky to make it past 30, let alone 40. <laughs> you only you know the truth. <laughs> Nathan. Thanks, Nathan. Thank you very much. Okay, and um, we have a letter from uh, Barney Jameson. Oh, hello, Barney. Hi, Barney. Hello, Barney. Dear Staggering Stories people, I just wanted to write an appreciation for your wonderful podcast. Thank you. I've been listening for a few months now and I really enjoy it, particularly the Doctor Who discussions, as I must confess to being a bit of a sad old fan. <laughs> Incidentally, are you planning uh, on talking about the new Hero series at any point? I think so. Um, um, yes, I imagine probably in the next podcast. Regarding episode 30, I'm afraid I have to disagree about The Dark Knight. <laughs> Everyone does. I think we're in the minority. I think it's the best Batman film yet. If only for the Jokers, I'm going to make this pencil disappear line. That was good. Yeah. I'll give you that. That was good. That made me <laughs> chuckle. Horribly. Cringe. Yeah. I know what you mean about Christian Bale's husky tones when he dons the costume, though. For comedy value, check out this YouTube spoof on the interrogation scene. We'll put a link, up a link on Yeah, put a link on that, yeah. Fine. <laughs> to put my tuppence worth in regarding the Doctor Who discussion always welcome mm -hmm. favourite old Who TARDIS moment the first time we see it in action in An Unearthly Child once while eating dinner one night I watched An Unearthly Child with my girlfriend in an attempt to get her interested in classic Who to say the least that she was sceptical but during the first TARDIS dematerialisation where everything goes a bit swimmy on screen and all the characters pass out she was absolutely transfixed sadly she's seen 80s Who and has revised her opinion <laughs> favourite new Who TARDIS moment. This is a tough one, and I think there are loads, but I'm going to have to go with the opening of The Parting of the Ways, where the Doctor attempts to rescue Rose and we see the TARDIS spinning through space as missiles hurtle towards it. Then it materialises on the Dalek flagship and the Pepperpots can't do a thing about it. Brilliant. Yep. Yeah. Close runner-up. When the Doctor finally finds the TARDIS again at the end of the Satan Pit, that's oh, a proper yeah. punch-in-the-air moment, that, that is. One of, yeah, that was one that of your moments. Yeah, yeah, that is. That's a glorious moment, that is. It's just, as I said, the look on his face. Worst old Who companion moment. Terror of the Vervoids. <laughs> <laughs> Bonnie Langford, a gymnasium. Enough said. She nearly got killed. I, I, I have really? to point out that that was uh, a Trial of Time Lord box set is my birthday present. I haven't seen it since it was aired, so I'm going to really? always delight to look at it again. Know. Worst New Who companion moments. Though he rapidly became utterly brilliant, I still cringe when I see Mickey in Rose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Especially the bit with the bin. It was, if you pardon the pun, 
rubbish. Please keep up the good work. You really brighten my day when there's a new episode to listen to. Thanks, ah. Barney Johnson. Thank, Thank you, Barney. Barney. Mm, Thank, Thank you. you. Right, uh, the last, I think it's the last letter? No. no. Oh, no, that's all right. Okay. Well, One letter here from do. our hmm. old friend at Tin Dog. Hi, good Tin old Dog. Tin Dog bloke. I've started listening to a couple of his podcasts. They're short, but they're very good. Now good. Very good. I love the ghost light one. But anyway, I'm digressing. Tin Dog bloke has to say, I finally got my MP3 player back from the repair shop so I can listen to you all properly. Great show as always. Thank you. I fear I could be the only one that found Wally a bit long, but still very enjoyable. I'm okay. looking forward to the Chocky. Found the 1967 radio adaptation and fell for it once more. There are always some great bits in the book. Chocky laughing at her new car is a great moment. Sweet versus the Clangers inspired. If I can get my recorder functioning soon, I'll send you more feedback. Do we have any feedback from Tindog? Afraid not. Uh, so obviously he <laughs> he's hasn't not got, functioning yet. He's not <laughs> functioning completely. But thanks Tindog, and I mean, it's always Thank great you. to hear from yes, you. Last letter is from our old friend Win. Yay, Win. Win says, "Hello chaps and fake chap with chestal protrusions. <laughs> Not sure about that. Hmm. <laughs> dear oh dear, I certainly got some funny looks on the train last week listening to the show. Particularly <laughs> when I cracked up at the line put it in hand's reach and I'll give it a pull. <laughs> Good grief. Ever thought of changing the name of the show to Debbie Does Gallifrey? <laughs> that was an inspired fight club. How about a tag team match between Pinky and Perky and Mary Mungo and Midge? Thanks to Crumbly for sorting out my confusion. I'm definitely straight. Mind you, play that again to any gay man and I'm sure they'll all be on the pull at the local Yates Wine Lodge by the end of the week. <laughs> Best old who tardis moment? I'd have to go with the doctorless materialisation yeah. in the visitation. The look on Davison's round, open, bland face <laughs> is a picture. It is. Best new who tardis moment? Honourable mention goes to the gag in Fear Her where it materialises between two containers but has to be moved because the door won't open as it was facing the wrong way. I forgot that one. (laughs) But it has to be the end of Journey's End with everyone flying the TARDIS. Anyone who didn't smile at that must have a heart of stone. Worst old Who companion moment, the end of Earthshock. What? Wait, says Wynne. When I was a kid, I actually liked Adric and I was really upset when he died. It's only with the benefit benefit of hindsight that you watch it again and punch the air in delight <laughs> so when darling sweetie you went from ridiculously innocent to borderline psychotic in one sentence there that's a, that's a little bit worrying <laughs> well i mean give it 10 years and look ask the kids looking back on jar jar binks and see what they think didn't get a death scene though did he no he uh, didn't get a death no, scene but not. worst new who companion moment martha getting caught by the sontaran controlled soldiers How did she not see that coming? Mm -hmm. Surely the Doctor should have an induction session with his companions, and one of the sections should be on if someone you've met before suddenly becomes expressionless, don't go with them. Agreed. (laughs) We could have a PowerPoint slideshow. Laser point. If Mr Jones has this expression, (laughs) he's been brainwashed. (laughs) Mind you... I've only picked that because somebody already picked Rose being childish at the end of school reunion. That was you, wasn't it? That was me, yeah. Yeah. I've recently bought a 10-pack of Mars bars because I wanted to recreate the pyramids of Mars, can you tell what it is yet, from Hello Mummy. (laughs) Go for it! (laughs) We want photos. Keep up the adequate work, God be with you. I'm a bit confused. Wynne's put a quote at the end. Corky. Corky. No, I shall not clown. I shall not clown. I mean... What on earth is that? Yeah, if you could explain that. Yeah. Yeah. Parents. Huh? His parents yes. were clowns. Right, yeah. yeah. Yes, I must not clown. Must okay. Not clown. 
So that's it for feedback. Thank you all so very yeah. much for mm, writing. Yes, thank you. Please write again. anyone would like to send us any suggestions, comments, anything, you can send them to show at staggeringstories.net. Yep, they all go into the, the pot and mull around and we'll pull things out. And, and go, then we oh, just read them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So please, please. <laughs> because we're pathetically grateful. We, we need yeah. our ego massaging as much as mm-hmm. possible. Oh, yes. I'm not going to say it again. Wind goes all funny. <laughs> he goes gooey, doesn't he? <laughs> Yes. He does. <laughs> okay, so that was news, that was feedback. Mm-hmm. Now, can yeah. you guess what it's time for? Uh, Sponge bath? No, not this evening. Ew. Okay. Any more guesses? Beating with birch twigs. No, that's next week. All right. Any more? Cheese. Cheese? Yeah. No. 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 It's Doctor Who. Oh. Uh-huh. Okay, carrying on with our favourite and least favourite thingies, because you all seem to love them. And again, no new episodes. To review, yeah. This week, we're doing our favourite and least favourite cliffhangers and or teasers. Now, we know there's not many cliffhangers in New Who, so we're going for the the teasers just before the credits. And there's no two teasers in Old Who. Which is why we're going for the cliffhangers. (laughs) Who would like to start? Let me choose. Crumbly, we'll Ooh. go with your best teaser and or cliffhanger of Old Who. Old Who. Oh, well, yes, after much deliberation, I have to say this one, primarily for the fact it made me jump out of my skin when I first saw it. Um, <laughs> Ark in Space. Aye. Yes, with Tom Baker. Where Harry, well, they're all on the uh, all on the Ark, and uh, Harry goes to the storage cupboard, opens the door, and bang, a dirty great Wirren falls out. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, that was the end of episode one, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That made so. me jump out of my bloody skin, that did. I mean, especially from the, the, the camera angle, yeah, yeah. where yeah. it's lying on the floor, you just see it toppling towards you. <laughs> Shame looks so rubbish when you actually get a proper shot. Yeah, yeah, but <laughs> I know, that, I mean, that's, that's typical it. of who, you yeah. know. I mean, that's the thing that's always bugged me about the Wirren. I mean, all bugs. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was unintentional, that was. <laughs> Good, though. <laughs> no, I mean, all their legs were radiating from their thorax. They had very long abdomens so how the hell did they walk around when all their legs were fully visible that's probably why it was dead they couldn't find any food because they mm. couldn't walk to it I, I told they do? they're walking on tippy toe <laughs> on tippy toe on tippy toe yeah we're in on their tippy lips. toes yeah yeah walking dance. on their lips where is <laughs> <on> your mind <laughs> <laughs> they're wearing belly dancers that's, that's, a, that's a sign of a damn good cliffhanger if yeah. it makes mm. you jump out mm. your yeah. seat. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, El Presidente, mm. what's your best old Who cliffhanger? Goes back to early 80s, Pete Davis's last adventure, Case Rendezani, part three. Another one. We've got the same one. Have we? Okay, oh. he takes After control three, of the ship. What does he say? One, two, three... I'm not, not going to let, let you stop me now. <laughs> the camera zooms in on his face. <laughs> on his round, oh, open, bland, bland, bland face. face. <laughs> we slightly it? annoyed, if I remember rightly. Oh, that one was slightly annoyed. What, you were he was. No, no, no. Davison. Oh. It was bland, open, pleasant, oh, but yeah. slightly annoyed. annoyed. Oh, he really got, then, to, yeah. Yeah. got to do some bit of acting there. Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> and of course, his temperature was up because he wasn't very well. No, yeah. no. In which case, why didn't he take his shirt off? I mean, Nissa took a... 
skirt off. Um, we're going the down the, the we're going down your fantasy path again now, aren't we? I wish we were. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm with you on that one. Yeah. yeah. yeah no, that was a good one. And we knew it's his I'll last yeah. episode coming up. So could that be the oh, moment? Yes. I, I'll, I'll give you that. Mm. Go on then, real Keith. Give us your best old two cliffhanger. Well, again, I have many problems like I usually do. I sit there and pick and choose and ah and ooh. And so I, I've got an also run. I have got an also run. Go on then. My, my also, Just this once. My also run is uh, Horror of Fang Rock, part three. Mm-hmm. It's a very small piece. It's a very smart, subtle piece. But it's when uh, they, they open the back of the coal cellar door and pulls out the body of the lighthouse keeper. I can't remember his name. Oh, the, yeah. The old yeah. one. Yeah. And he flexed him and the doctor realises he's been dead for some time. And he turns to Leela, stroke the camera and says, I've made a mistake. Instead of trapping the horror out, I've trapped it in here with us. Mm-hmm. And for my mind, that was quite shocking. The doctor admitting he'd, he'd made, made a mistake. Such <laughs> my young, small mind at that time. <laughs> Why did he stroke the camera? Yeah, right. turn near, you turn said to turn to stroke the camera. <laughs> no, turn to Leela, strike the camera. Lovingly stroking the camera. I like your lens. Would you like to zoom with this me? This is what I have to put up with. This is the juve. I tried to be serious, intelligent <laughs> conversation. Yeah, and then, no. Okay. Right, but for me, the one that won it was Curse of Fenric, part three. It's right. been a, a slow burn up. Everything's going wrong. They've um, connected the, the, the vase Enigma. to the, oh, the yeah. computer, the urn to the computer. Yeah. You've got lightning, thunder, raining cats and dogs outside. And uh, what's it? The captain, I can't remember his name. Millington. Millington. Uh, spouting all this mythological... Uh, twaddle. Twaddle. <laughs> and they're, they're all... And they had this burst of lightning come out and struck uh, Judson, who uh, until this point has been uh, a rather irascible old buffer who's permanently in the wheelchair, yep. non-moving. Mm. And the entire cast and everyone is focusing on the captain. And yeah. it's obvious he's the evil. He has been Fenric unleashed. Yeah. But behind him, Judson stands up, yeah. opens his eyes. And it's a very small, subtle effect. Yeah. But the eyes are green. I yeah. can't remember if they're glowing or it's just contact mm-hmm. lenses, but the eyes are wrong. Mm. The eyes are green. And he turns to him and and says, uh, so we play the game Game again, again. Time Time Lord. Lord. And it's the (laughs) fact that he knows the Doctor's a Time Lord. He's already one step ahead of the game. You know, it was just an awesome cliffhanger. That was a a good one. It's not the punch of the air moment, it's more of a, oh my Mm. God. (laughs) Sudden realisation. Yeah. Okay, Crumbly, let's have your best New Who teaser or cliffhanger. No, teaser cliffhanger. Uh, for myself, it has to be silence in the library. I mean, you've got the yeah. Doctor and all his companions out in the corridor. They're trapped in. All the shadows are closing in. You've got the skeletal remains of that crew member in his spacesuit going, hey, who turned out the lights? <laughs> Staggering towards them, you know, sort of their nemesis. And that's it. I mean, sort of, that is the um, epitome of how, you know, sort of how a cliffhanger should be. Everything going wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go for uh, one of the teasers, and it's The Unquiet Dead. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. It's yes. Um, the dead old lady. I can't remember her name. I can't remember if she was even given a name. I don't think. Grandma, she, I think. Yeah. yeah. But she'd the gone old, to see. The old biddy in the theatre. She'd gone to see Charles Dickens. She'd yeah. been found out. She's walking outside into the snow and walks towards the camera, just screaming. Yeah. And mm. it focuses in on her eyes and then into her mouth. And, oh, so, so, it's, yeah, it's all the blue. You can't. Tell me that that's not a cliffhanger. That's a, mm. that's a cliffhanger. Yeah. It's just yeah. like, oh, the, this is not right. She's 
she is not a normal granny. There's something wrong here. Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> Start the music. It may have only been, what, a minute, uh, five minutes long, but it's, it is mm. a, it's a cliffhanger. cliffhanger. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yes. Back to Scary Doc 2. Yes. Mm. Oh, yes. Yeah. I think that's Very what it was. It was so yeah. much like an old Who cliffhanger. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That it just instantly appealed. It was there. Boom. Yeah. You're watching. Okay, El Presidente, give us yours. New Who best. Yep. It's got to be Bad Wolf, penultimate yep. episode, uh, story of first season. Yeah. It's got Eccleston there on a view screen talking to the Daleks. Oh, uh, yes, I remember now. And Daleks say, but you have no weapons, no defences, no yeah. plan. And he, and he replies, yeah, and that doesn't that scare you to hell. <laughs> Rose, I'm going to get you. Yes, it's yeah. the I'm, I'm coming to get you moment. Yeah. yeah. And the Daleks look absolutely terrified. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was good terrified acting from those Daleks. 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 Daleks amazing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it was. It, it sort of built up. It gave you the impression that something big was about to happen. Yeah. He was, he was ticked off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Towering rage. Yeah. yeah. All Do- contained, but towering mm. rage. Doctor is most dangerous. Yeah. Go on then, real Keith. Let's have your best new who. Okay. Uh, my best new who. I think it probably starts about halfway in the episode, and you have the slow burn until I love that word, slow burn. Slow burn till the end. Utopia. Yeah. The watch. The uh, Professor Yana. Mm. Oh yes. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the yeah with Martha pointing out the watch and then him opening it. Oh, yeah. I've forgotten about that. Yeah. One. It, it's yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I, as I say, it's probably half the episode really or the latter third yeah. of the episode leading up to this yeah. cliffhanger and then it does the you are not alone yeah. bit and yeah. then he opens the watch yeah and, and it, like, it's oh also also all the voices in there I mean, you've got uh, Delgado's laugh or Delgado saying I'm the master Anthony Ainley's and laugh. Ainley's laugh <laughs> yeah it's all it's all in there and then it's you know the look on Tennant's face as it materialises it's gone <laughs> without yeah. him yeah. as I say it might be a self-contained episode but it's a cliffhanger come on no, it leads is. directly into the next one good choice yeah all right now we've done our best let's yeah. do our worst oh dear el presidente let's yeah. have your worst old who cliffhanger i had several to choose from here which do i go for though i think i have to go for the really bad obvious one of dragon fire we read again. <laughs> Would this be the one where Sylvester McCoy, for no reason yeah. that's discernible to anyone else in the universe, yeah. climbs down a cliff on an um, with an umbrella and hangs there? <laughs> hangs there for no good reason because it's a cliffhanger. And then next episode just drops down to a ledge you couldn't see. Yeah, no threat at all. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, pointless. It was mm. really bad. Was that? Out. I seem to remember reading somewhere that John Nathan Turner wanted a cliffhanger, literally. Oh, aren't in, I clever? In the defence, and I hate to be defending it, but <laughs> I think they were meant to be superimposing a cave halfway down, but that uh, got lost or well, dropped. Well, they didn't. On, yeah, they, it was rubbish. They didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm so with was, you there. It was, was a pointless cliffhanger, yeah. yeah. Crumbly. Oh, well, without a doubt, it has to be uh, Revelation of the Daleks. Oh, that's on my shortlist too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where the Colin Baker... Oh. May ketchup mm. and mashed potato be upon him. Thank you. Probably. Yes, where he turns up on the planet and he sees that tall, towering edifice in his likeness. Oh, yeah. 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 And it f- starts tumbling and falling down on top of him. Only for no to, reason. For no reason at all. <laughs> and then it takes only a split second for the viewer to discern it's only... Polystyrene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, very poor. Mm. So under, in in their defence, no, hang about, I'm about to make an idiot of myself. Was it probably starring in the show, or was it meant to be rock? It was show? supposed to be rock, but I mean, it was just the way it fell down. I mean, the way it's tumbling. I, w- I won't defend anything then. Okay. So that would have come out wrong. Go on then, real Keith. Real Keith, yeah, you're the faker. <laughs> I am. But again, I've got an also run here. Go if on. If I'm allowed. Me. Again, unfortunately, it's another Dalek one. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, Destiny of the Daleks. Yep. The first episode, you don't know who the villain is, besides the name of the title. Yeah, gives it away a bit. <laughs> bit of a clue. Yeah, yeah. And the cliffhanger is a Dalek appears. Wow. Dun, dun, dun. Actually, actually, if I remember rightly, the Dalek smashes through a wall and threatens Romana with half the wall hanging off its plunger. Oh dear. <laughs> you know, so it just looked bad. It was bricking it. Yep. Yeah. Oh. Ignore that. But I think my cringeworthy cliffhanger has to be Caves of Androzani, episode one. Oh, right, the, uh, the firing execution. squad. The execution, yeah. the firing squad. You've already been told that uh, they're fighting androids. Yeah. You see something come into the cell. Mm-hmm. Mm. You then have the Doctor and Perry lined up against the wall, with all wrapped up in cloth, and then shot with submachine guns with the most tackiest-looking special effect red light dotting over their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, for my mind, it sums up everything that was wrong with Caves of Androzani. So if you hadn't seen something coming into the cell behind them, yeah. it would have been better. It would have been better if you had And hadn't... then they could have done that cheat thing where yeah. when they're doing the recap, they show something coming into well, the cell behind yeah. them. And another thing, it's the actual shot of them being hit with those little red special effects. Oh, yeah. You didn't need to include that. You just needed to show the firing squad firing, them lying on the floor. Yeah. You know, you'd get the idea. Yeah. Maybe. It was just overdone, and it was tackily overdone. Mm. It was also the fact that the uh, machine guns, the sound or the vibration of machine guns, interfered with the television signals, because when they started firing, you got bars across the screen. (laughs) You know? Mm, (laughs) It just sums up everything that was wrong with it. It was just tacky and poorly thought out. Real Keith didn't like that one. No. 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 Mm-hmm. Right, now, because El Presidente keeps nicking my ones, I'm going to do <laughs> the worst of New Who. Go on, then. Before yep. him, let's start off by saying the Radio Times take a lot of blame for this one because oh, uh, they ruined it by yeah. plastering mm, yes. it all over the cover. It's Evolution of the Daleks leading into Daleks in Manhattan. Muppets in Manhattan. Yeah. yeah. And it's... I, I just can't bring myself to say it. Um, um, Please, someone else say um, it. I um, can't. Um, you've nicked my one. And Good. mine. And mine. Ah. <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> well, then, one of you guys can say because um, I can't excuse, say the excuse, line. I, I'd just like to point out that we actually do these in private. We don't discuss this. No, yeah, we don't. No. This, and is all, this is unique because we, we have, we have all, notepads. We write down our yeah, ideas on Yeah, And we have all chosen independently... The same episode. Mm, Muppets in Manhattan. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Evolution of the Daleks, Daleks in Manhattan. I have to say, this is a guilty pleasure of mine. I do like oh. bits of it. I do like bits of it. But I have to agree this was simply atrocious yep. the children of Scarrow must walk again yeah <laughs> which one of them does yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, no, just, it, yeah, no. yeah it's bad I think okay. it, I think it's safe to say that um, Muppets in Manhattan has been <laughs> well less than fondly covered in previous podcasts yeah. yeah yeah what was the line I am a human Daleks <laughs> oh, I've got to go and have a wash. You've been practicing that in front of the mirror because you do it so well. Oh, it's just—it was just so wrong. It's, it's the closest <laughs> I've come since the greatest show in the galaxy to saying "sod it." I'm going to become a Trekkie. 
<laughs> and that's saying something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're all unanimous on that. Yeah. 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 Okay, so that's the, our best and worst of trail uh, teasers, even and cliffhangers. Mm. If you have any that you'd like to send in that we haven't covered, you can send them to us at show at staggeringstories dot net. That's the end of Doctor Ooh. Who. Oh. Want a new episode? Tough. Normally, uh, myself and uh, fake Keith would um, do the introduction to Fight Club, but we got the uh, winners of last week's, uh, well, the contenders from uh, last time's Fight Club to um, do the introduction for us. <laughs> Sweeping the clangers. Yep. Round of applause. Enough. All right, this week. Grapple fans. We have in the red corner, all the way from Sick Bay on the Enterprise A, we have Dr. Bones McCoy. It's not fair. And in the blue corner, slightly better looking <laughs> from the Enterprise D, we have. Beverly Crusher. Mm. We're not going to try to impersonate her. No. No. <laughs> no. no. Okay. Right. Right. I think age before slightly less age. <laughs> He's older than me. He's older. I'm talking about the contenders. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought he was having another dig. Very touchy about your age. <laughs> <laughs> right. McCoy is watching Crusher carry out an autopsy. <laughs> it's a very important autopsy on a red shirt. Right. And the captain has demanded the results. Mm. Bones puts her off by constantly criticising the methods of the younger generation. He's eventually shaking with anger at her methods <laughs> and ruins her work and gets her into big trouble with the captain by stealing the corpse's head, leaving <laughs> Crusher running through the ship looking for a skull and crossbones. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you. You can tell she works in journalism, can't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, fans. I'm here every week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your go. Knowing of Leonard McCoy's predilection for hard liquor and hard drink. <laughs> Harder women. Uh, yeah. Crusher synthesises a whole load of nanobots that can go in and reduce and remove all the alcoholic content of Syrian brandy, Ooh. leaving McCoy Ooh. stone cold sober would he survive that Uh, that's it you know the the frightening depths of reality he hasn't been sober since Stardate 417 Mark 6 (laughs) let us riposte yes right okay McCoy might be stone cold sober but he says for God's sake Jim I'm a doctor not a wrestler (laughs) and <laughs> At which point he straightens up after he bent over something he was concealing. Right. <laughs> I find a lot of men have that problem. Crusher walks in the room. <laughs> he throws the newly plastered halter at Crusher, giving her third degree acid burns. Ooh. Ooh. That's okay, because we're on our second attack. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's time for Pulaski. Pulaski, yeah. Tag Pulaski. And but she... isn't Pulaski just McCoy in drag? No. Some say. Technically, mm. but you know. Say that. Well, she likes acid too, so she's gonna go up. She's gonna lick McCoy with that acid tongue. <laughs> yep. Oh. Acid. Acid. Oh no. Ooh. Okay. Stitch that. Okay. If we're getting nasty. Yep. On the pretense of checking Crusher's heart strength, McCoy <laughs> makes her lie down on one of those diagnostic beds and 
jog Burkham. using the wall-mounted compressors. Oh, Once she's suitably sweaty, <laughs> he hands her a short-circuited tricorder, which duly electrocutes her. Ooh, <laughs> oh, may I repost? Yeah. Remembering that at the moment McCoy is still... Stone cold sober. Crusher has McCoy transported from one point to the other and then tells him because he's been transported, he no longer has a soul. <gasps> That's harsh. Mm. How could you do that to a southern gent? No spirit and no soul. No, no. no. Oh, that's wrong. That is nasty, that is. Okay, McCoy's in a corner. He's pinned up against the ropes by Crusher and Pulaski. He's in a headlock and his hands are immobilised because Crusher and Pulaski think he's the salt vampire. He <laughs> shrugs them off disdainfully, only to tell them he is the real McCoy. Yes! Uh, <laughs> high five! <laughs> <laughs> I think they should be disqualified for punning. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, hang who's that? Please state the nature of the medical emergency. Oh, oh shut up! Right, we've got a new feature. Here on Staggering Stories, thirty-second recommendations. This is um, programs, films, books, computer games, long walks in the park that <laughs> we've all enjoyed, and we'd like to right. recommend to you sunsets. Sunsets. I re- sunsets. highly recommend a sunset. Nice meals. So first up, we have El Presidente with his thirty-second recommendation. Thank you for a computer game on the PC. Very old game now. I've only started playing it though. Knights of the Old Republic. Probably all played it. Great game. It's basically it's a role playing game set in the Star Wars universe 4,000 years before the, the films Yeah, and there's no Luke Skywalker or Darth Vader instead you've got the Sith Sith about you've got the Jedi and you go around being nice or being bad and you get to be bad you can go yeah, and I kill guess, people I guess you're bad actually I normally played it good such a win well worth going to find it's uh, on budget I think if you look around a few quid many hours of fun excellent mm, excellent more 30 second recommendations next, next time, time. A new programme to talk about mm-hmm. called Sanctuary. Oh, yes. Didn't this start life as the, the webisode thing? Yeah, they did. I think eight episodes direct for web right. in 15, 20 minutes. But they liked it so much, or somebody did, they made it into a TV programme mm. proper. Two-parter, mm. yes. Is this the Amanda Tapping thing? It is, yeah. with a lot of the people behind Stargate. We were talking about this. If you've worked with people, you like how they work, you oh, know yeah. what they can do, then if you've got a new project, they're the ones you go for. Yep. Yeah, but, but one thing I, I do with this when I'm watching it is play a spot the face game right you know oh that's Sila <laughs> from you know blah blah yeah, so I mean it's a very original premise um, having live actors uh, shot against um, CGI backgrounds yeah which was very much um, what the film Sin City did it's not entirely CGI backdrop um, only about a third of it from what I noticed yeah, inside the actual... like the Star Wars recent yeah. Star Wars yeah. where they have a fair bit of real set also set extensions and stuff. real set one chair you know everything yeah, CGI'd yeah. in around it yeah. it's set in modern day in some alternate reality as far as we can gather an old city and Amanda Tapping plays a character 
called Helen Magnus, Dr. Helen Magnus, who runs a sanctuary, uh, basically um, a home come uh, prison for some of uh, various creatures of unusual uh, oh, abilities, appearance. Mm. You could stretch <clears throat> the definition by genetic mutants because they have X-Men powers and some of them look... Yeah, they, they look like kind of traditional monsters, yeah, yeah. but they're meant to be genetic I think that of their species. Or, yeah, I think mm. that it leaves that rather vague yeah. what they actually well, are. From what, we, from what we did see, one was a mermaid, yep. another one was um, some sort of intelligent saurian. I've only seen the episode one so, yeah, mm, yeah. so far, yes. It did strike me as slightly po-faced from the first episode, needs a little bit more humour, but we'll see yeah. how it develops. Yeah. It's mm. only, only the yeah. first episode. It's true. There was a lot of um, bitching, for want of a better word, about her accent, because she really? puts on an English accent, and she is English by birth. She was born in Essex. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, she left when she was three, I think. Yeah. Like oh, I wonder. Oh. But I didn't have, I didn't <clears> find throat> it throat> that no. distracting. Oh, I, no. I found it it's a little bit muddled. It slipped in a couple of places, but I mean, on the whole, I found it very convincing. Yeah, no worse than an English actor putting on an American accent. I think I think just may not be able to get the inflections of various vowels. I think the only way it was noticeable because everyone is speaking American American accents and she's not Mm. and you're not used to her speaking with that accent it did tend Mm. to sort of amble from home counties to um, (laughs) a little bit of slipping back into the American accent and then wandering over into Cockney Mm. so (laughs) yeah but we Nothing digress. Nothing distracting, yeah. 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 I didn't notice I'm not very good at accents. So. Oh, so, I mean, the first episode, I mean, it dealt with a young boy who, well, ostensibly belonged to um, an immigrant family. Well, with, um, I don't know, some sort of parasitical creature. Tentacle, a tentacle or it? tentacle yeah. appendage, yeah. something like that. Yeah, they can actually sort of flick... They can actually sort of flick out the speed of a bullet and uh, kill people. So, they, it starts off very much with the, uh, I suppose, the secondary, or the second star, yeah. which is uh, Dr. Will Zimmerman, yeah. who's the, uh, the normal chap who's been introduced to the sanctuary and he's in the TV version he's working for the police as a sort of a profiler wasn't a it forensic psychiatrist yeah apparently I, I mean psychologist yeah, more yeah. Apt, but there we go what we're led to believe in I mean about this guy is he's got a very strong sense of intuition yeah I mean bordering almost on second sight really he could yeah. make connections mm. oh yeah he yeah. had sort of things flashed and highlighted as he looked at them so yeah it almost makes out that he is some kind of special power yeah mm. so maybe yeah. there is more to him yeah than yeah, yeah it's bound to, to be. be but uh he's been introduced into this world of weird creatures mm-hmm. and we see him chase down this kid who the police don't believe exist because the the family were trying to cover for him because yeah. he, had, he had inadvertently or accidentally killed i think it was the grandpa and then yeah, two, two cops mm. yes, so, yeah yeah because yeah. yeah, yeah. the, the tentacle attack is an inverted reaction it's not it's malicious when or, he's nervous yeah. or frightened mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well an involuntary yeah she's saying involuntary mm-hmm. reaction yeah. yeah and uh helen magnus appears to be working part-time at the local hospital and she gets wind of this when the corpses come in she recognises it as some kind of weird not a gunshot wound as they think and she investigates and that's how they meet up now she does have um, a daughter and I think there's yeah. probably more going on with the daughter than is initially um, hinted at because mm. uh, what's his name Zimmerman asks her what were you 12 when you had her and she just <laughs> smiles so is the yeah. daughter going to turn out to be a clone or not completely no, human so. I liked the daughter you're a sicko <laughs> Really any, any, she was sorry. about 15 no, and you're no, 57 no, no, it's, it's, it's blonde haired women black leather motorbike <laughs> mm. 
She was well. She was very feisty, actually. Yeah, yeah. Was that? Yes, and you're 57 as well. So just stop it. <laughs> I didn't quite buy that thing with how could she possibly be your daughter? You don't it, think there's more to it? Well, I'm sure there's meant to be. But look at the two of them. Yeah, and they are about the right age to be mother and daughter. I mean, Mad Sappy is 43. Yeah, and this girl's uh, probably what 23. early 20s. Yeah, so there's 20 years. Mm. I suppose, but just the way oh, they I'm... played it struck me that oh, there's something more there. I happen to know and I'll just say yes there is something more there. So told you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen the, the first episode of the web version of this yeah. and it starts a bit differently and it explains a bit more about Helen Magnus the character right. and mm-hmm. her origins I suppose, I Will that be coming along in another episode? I expect mm-hmm. so. If, if they're so, going to yeah. be following the web I would assume so And it also starts with the serial killer chap who turns up about yeah. halfway through the episode yeah. who is uh, John Druitt Yeah, he has more to do yeah, with the, who seems the saga to portals yeah Ooh, just spoiled the rest of the series for me really <laughs> it, was, it was right there in the first episode as I said it's intriguing <laughs> yeah. uh, as I said I found it po-faced but it's intriguing enough to bring me back to a, for another episode yeah. yeah it's very atmospheric yeah oh yes definitely mm, very much definitely. so yeah. it's always dark it's always raining yeah <laughs> yeah it's Blade Runner and yeah. I, ho- I hope we get to see more of the other creatures because mm. we had a brief look at the fire creature and yeah the, the elemental entity yeah and some of the ones that were running free like the little pterodactyl thingy yeah. I'm sure it wasn't a pterodactyl that's just the first thing that came to mind but I hope we get to see more of those mm. and more of what they're capable of it's quite an interesting dynamic where you've got Helen Magnus and her daughter Ashley Magnus and they're basically their job seems to be to track down these creatures yeah. and either put them away in a prison cell if they're yeah. attacking humans or if they're being hunted by humans give them a home so it's basically I mean it's potato potato yeah. they're, they're locked in there whether yeah. they want to mm. be or not potentially <laughs> well yeah. they do have a choice I mean the ones you do sort of seek well as the sea title suggests sanctuary, sanctuary. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that does give the indication they are act- actively being persecuted by humans but we haven't heard yet what happens to them do they stay there for the rest of their lives or do they get shipped off somewhere safe mm. yeah. Yeah, well, that's I think it, that is yet to be explained I mean. yeah, it needs to be expanded upon yeah. in, in later episodes but it's, it's a case of to certain extent the alien quarter from Babylon 5 yeah. you can't get away mm. from the fact that it's a zoo and they're all compartmentalised yeah. but they do say that some of them are free to come and go yeah. but yeah. some That's aren't yeah. for their own good for, yeah, yeah for their own good, good of, off, yeah, for, off, for the good of humanity yeah. they're incarcerated probably being a little bit harsh considering probably. we've only seen one episode, yeah. One yeah. episode yeah. <laughs> God promise Aye. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it is quite remarkable how they've lifted entire scenes from the, the original web version oh, yeah. I didn't know that I didn't mm. know they'd lifted and scenes and most of the cast even some of the uh, the minor characters are yeah. the same cast. Yeah, excellent. Like so it. we recommend this. Oh, definitely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's, it's intriguing enough to bring me back for at least a couple of more episodes. Mm. And Amanda right. Tapping does a good job. You wouldn't really recognise uh, Carter in there at all. Not no. at all. No, With the long a, black wig. And it's certainly characterised as a complete departure from Carter. Yeah. Right. When's it on? What day is it on? Mondays. Mondays. We're missing it. Mm, yes. <laughs> it's <Damn>. just finished. <laughs> yeah. Nine o'clock is it Mondays? Mm, ITV4 right, yeah. in the UK. But it's, I think it's repeated on Wednesday nights. Yeah. Okay, so that's Sanctuary, Mondays, nine o'clock, ITV4. Give it a look. Yep. Okay, speaking of Amanda Tapping. Okay. Yes. We've all watched Stargate Continuum. Oh, yes. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Which yes. is the latest... In the Stargate saga. Oh, yeah. The latest sort of one-off straight to DVD. Film type yes. thingy. Yes, yes. And it's, I don't know about the rest of you, but it was pretty much Stargate by numbers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a, a lot of fun, a lot of explosions. Daniel dies. <laughs> again, again, again. Mitchell saves the day. Yep. And they chuck, again. chucked in an O'Neill 
little cameo or two. They did. And so, uh, Tielk says, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> it's a, a, a standalone episode movie, so you don't have to be too gemmed up on Stargate mythology. Yeah. You know, so obviously uh, a few of the cameos, it's nice to know who they are. Yeah, I had no idea who most of them were. I've <laughs> At that point, I'd seen maybe three episodes, the first, yep. the first yeah. three episodes of Stargate. Yeah, likewise. I mean, only a few episodes and a couple of the um, yeah, movies. Yeah, so yeah. Um, just for the note, Apophis pops up at the beginning briefly b- very briefly <laughs> and is uh, lopped off now Apophis was the big baddie from mm. the first couple of uh, Stargate Series, seasons yeah. one thing that puzzles me yeah. I mean okay uh, Apophis I mean uh, was he a Gould? yes he was Gould. a Gould Gould from the first film I always saw the Gould Gould <laughs> Yeah, we're um, the typical, sort of typical sort of big-headed, you know, greys, for want of a better yeah. term. Yeah, you no, did. You the... did give that get that impression at the on the movie, just the movie. Yeah, but right. apparently so. they were they were the Osirens. The greys were the good guys. Mm. The TV series augmented it slightly that the Gore Order is actually a parasite worm that sort of oh, right. wraps itself around mm. the brain. Yeah, think that's yeah, from DS Nine. Oh, she had a worm. Yeah, yeah, it's a symbiote within a human body. Yeah, but this a body. Ro- yeah, but this, this in this case, the symbiote is a nasty. Symbiote. Yeah, it's more of a parasite rather than yeah. a symbiote. Yeah. The one thing that struck me immediately, having only seen the first three or something episodes of season, season yeah. one, is I hardly recognise O'Neill. Yeah. He's got old... He's, mm. he's got really old <laughs> fat. I thought, is that actually a, him? He's well, you're, hardly recognising you're, you're doing a, a ten-year jump. Uh, well, yeah. 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 You know. He um, was written out. He basically quit about, yeah. what was it, about season seven. Oh, um, Mitchell took over as the young energetic hero. Well, and Richard Dean Anderson would just show up for the odd cameo. He got fed up with filming half a year away from his family. Because he has uh, a very young family for mm. such an old person. And <laughs> <laughs> sowing his wild oats. Oh, yeah. Uh, story-wise, I think it was a typical we can kill the entire cast because it's set in an alternate dimension yeah, they story. they definitely had a reset button. Oh, yeah. 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 But again, it was it was an obvious reset, reset yep. button, but I don't really mind the journey for this one. Yeah, it was a lot mm. of fun getting you know, to mm. the... Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. in a nutshell, I mean, all the members of the SG team, uh, well, they're winking out of existence. I didn't quite get that. If they were being wiped from the timeline, how did the others know they disappeared? Okay, okay. This is going to get really complicated mathematical and there's lots lots and lots of maths that I don't understand. I'm so glad he's explaining this. Essentially it is temporal orphans. Okay, you've lost us. This is probably going to go on and you better just stream past this because it gets very boring. Yes. <laughs> 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 
it's now going to reset. <laughs> I've forgotten what happens in the rest of the story now. <laughs> Does it start with a very early on? You see a flashback to what 1939 is it? That's Batman. what. Yeah, yeah. on with, a ship. Uh, oh, yeah. Ben Browder in a very mm. bad uh, beard. beard and nose. Mm. It was meant, meant to be his great grandfather. Well, yeah. Mm. Oh god. I immediately recognised him. Yes. I thought, is that meant to be the same character? But it wasn't, as it turned out. See, this is where having really crap eyes pays off because I didn't recognise him. <laughs> I recognise him more by the voice, to be honest. More by the voice. Oh. I've got to admit. Oh, perhaps I'm going deaf as well. <laughs> <laughs> so it starts off with um, there's the extraction of the symbiote from the um, Topra, sorry, the gold wow. from Baal. Which they you know, really pump up to your big dramatic event. event. Yeah. She really wasn't. <laughs> no. But they did, they did, that did work because one of the characters did yeah. say, you know, I think is that, that was it. A, yeah, that yeah. was a small little, little joke. <laughs> it was, yeah. yeah. And then it's all about the fact that this clone was the last clone, but the real yeah. one was still out there and he was the one who was manipulating time. time. There yep. are many, many Baal clones. You'll see that when you come to season 95. It's just a way of <laughs> kill off the bad guy, but don't want to kill him off. Yeah. Pretty much, yeah. Reset button. Like the master. It's better than the master because Baal, you know there's many, many clones out there. The master keeps on escaping all the time. It's, 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 it's just more boring than the master. Yeah. <laughs> People and buildings start disappearing and they jump through the wormhole just in time, time saved yep. back into a frozen ship that's up in the arctic circle and yes. they actually went up and filmed they did in the arctic there's a circle. very yeah. very good yeah. um little featurette on the dvd of their experiences up in the arctic and the perils of being an actor like yeah. <laughs> no longer you, you no longer had to worry about making your mark remembering your lines you had to worry about being eaten by polar bears and falling through fissures in the ice <laughs> <laughs> genuine genuine oh. Terrors. Or the submarine coming up through the wrong place in the ice. Mm. Yeah. Oh, was that a real submarine? I think they had three goes at it. Yes. And the captain wasn't happy with the first one <laughs> and went for the second one. And they were looking at this big X they'd drawn on the on the ice that yep. he was meant to come up through. And then there was mass panic because they realised he was coming up through the ice underneath where they were the standing. Oh, no. And on the third <laughs> attempt, he hit the X spot, spot on. And uh, that ship you see coming up is, is actually a submarine oh, yeah. and, and that's all included in the little feature and the actual sub you saw going down is what they did is cut a hole in ice lowered the camera through and again that is the actual submarine going down under the ice it's not a model not a miniature all the scenes where they're on the submarine is on the submarine Uh, it was cramped so crowded so claustrophobic must be hard to film in there I don't know dangers of the Arctic the Top Gear team drove to the North Pole didn't they (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, that is is one point that was mentioned on the documentary is the fact that all the crew stopped working when Amanda Tapping come down and went through with her lines (laughs) yeah woman on the submarine woman (laughs) On a yes. summer, all men and there's yeah, one yeah. woman six months under the water and suddenly <laughs> there's a middle-aged woman there <laughs> we'll take what we can get yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry that was very harsh <laughs> not that much age difference between you <laughs> I'm saying nothing <laughs> and did they really freeze off uh, <laughs> no, no leg yeah, they, they actually chopped off Michael Shanks's leg they yeah did. it's called yep. suffering for your art yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's it. idiots <laughs> but yeah you knew immediately that people started to die 
die. Though Neil was killed off. Yeah. But, uh, There's going to be a yeah big reset, reset button. button. Lost his leg, old uh, yep. Daniel. That is probably a little bit too early, but they're, um, they're seeded back into civilization. You know, give given cover stories. Story. And, and the reason I, I want to point this out is Daniel goes into a bookshop and finds a book that his counterpart has written. Mm. And the photo on the back of yes. this book, it's, it's like <laughs> a... a yeah. The geek master. <laughs> it, 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 it is literally caught in the headlamps. Yeah. yeah. Huge glasses. Yeah, yeah, it's worth it just for that photo. Did you, did you notice, though, that Carter had a heroic double? Oh, yes. Daniels yeah. was this, this geek. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Mitchell's no one believes. didn't exist. Mitchell yeah. didn't Mitchell exist. Mitchell didn't exist at all. And no. Carter was a heroic astronaut who'd sacrificed herself to save her crew yeah. as the ship yeah. burnt up on re-entry. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. God, I wonder who had a hand in the script. <laughs> <laughs> because it's an alternate timeline, nobody knows anything about the Stargate programme because yeah. the gate ended up in the middle of Arctic yeah, Circle. Yeah, it was on the ship lost. that they uh, appeared in. Yeah. So... We've had the past 10 years, the battle with the Gould hasn't happened. So you've got massive Gould system lords out there. Yeah. Are there no other planets out there with, I suppose not, with there's millions SG of teams? Oh, oh, no, no, not, no, not with there's SG many, teams. millions of planets mm. with Stargates, but... There's no, no equivalent of the Stargate a, team. Apart from no. the Tok'ra. Yeah. But the mm. Tok'ra are like goody Goulds. They've got symbiotes in their necks, but they, they fight for good. Yeah, they did nothing in these 10 years. <laughs> well, they did, they, that's, that runs parallel with the... Uh, program because they did nothing until the Stargate command came on yeah. the scene and okay. so it's pointed out that in the 700 years the Tok'ra were fighting the Goulds they pretty much did nothing but run and hide yeah, they, they were basically hanging on by their fingernails yeah. until we come along yeah. Earth comes along and suddenly the system lords are dropping like flies because we're such a vicious race yeah, <laughs> yeah. good old heroic humans uh, uh, yeah. the universe, right? if it moves yeah. shoot it. it if it doesn't move shoot, shoot it, it again. until it moves <laughs> my only problem with it is the time travel thing it's one big get out of jail free guy. oh yes you know from oh. this point on nothing they do in the story matters at well, all they, it has been they've done this a couple of times in the TV series sort of either alternate timelines alternate Mirror dimensions universes yeah, yeah where well, yeah. they, they've wiped out the team but we've had the reset button yeah. So. yeah they do the same in Star Trek the big joke with Stargate is that Daniel dies oh, at least more often season. than he changes his socks it's at least <laughs> once a season yeah. he remained dead for a whole season he once did. he did he did Stargate version of Kenny I mean <laughs> oh my god they killed Danny <laughs> you bastards but of course Teal'c is not a goodie Indeed. no no he's, no he's one of the Gwald again he's but, the first prime no, he's of, a Jaffa apparently he's a yeah. Jaffa he's a Jaffa cake <laughs> Jaffa yeah, cake yeah because in the series Baron. he was originally the first prime of Apophis and in this I think he's the first prime of Baal or something yeah, isn't yeah. He? Oh, that's so right, he's yeah. a baddie but, but god doesn't he look good in leather <laughs> <laughs> okay. he's a big lad I'll have to take your word for that but his motivation remain the same because he's still working for the freedom of his people yeah it's he still doesn't believe they're gods yeah. which is what they've declared themselves to be yeah and it's what Baal promises him that if we do this then I'll get around to freeing your people yeah. to tag he's, a, he's more of a sucker yeah he's more yeah. of a sucker this time yeah. around why's he got hair though well he gets hair later on in the series anyway there is a Stargate command in this alternate timeline of sorts of sorts it's just that none of them are members of it correct me if I'm wrong but 
the system lord ships are spotted in the sky stargate commands flying into a panic and suddenly sam daniel and cameron are called back on the scene please help us please help us sort everything We're um, yeah. i think it's daniel just wanted to stand there and say i told, I told you, you so, so and walk <laughs> out <laughs> you know does this one year later thing doesn't yeah. it yeah yeah leaps forward a year which gives them time to dig up the stargate or whatever and ship it back or yeah. ship it out yeah. to wherever it's got to go i liked um the general uh whatever, Landry. whatever it is yeah. the new one i liked his take on not letting them change the timeline because it's that's how it should be yeah, to him exactly yeah, that's mm. it. exactly if they came to our timeline or the timeline that uh, stargate was set in now for example yeah. and said look we've got to change it we've got to wipe you all out they're not going to go oh yeah go ahead yeah they're going to well, go oh, sod off. they did no exactly way, that in a first season episode didn't they where daniel went through to alternate timeline and actually helped him change his back oh well, that's not a timeline no, that's that a mirror was an, universe that's an alternate that's dimension an alternate so, universe. Yeah. but i'm glad actually they didn't do yeah that, that would that would seem more right to me you know yeah. so someone comes up and tells you your life's wrong you shouldn't be living it this way we're yeah. gonna yeah. change it up you're going sort off yeah <laughs> and he he came across landry usually is a very grandfatherly figure and he's a sort of thing sort of person who if soldiers were that way inclined they could go and tell him all their problems but this one was, was a little bit more the harder. flip side yeah. he, he was like you know there's a reason I got to be a general don't mess with me oh, yeah, right. yeah. And also it was nice to say uh, the last point out for Hammond yes yeah the... last thing that Don S. Davis did yeah, wasn't yeah. it yeah. he seemed much the same to me Right, so then, of course, it's down to Carter to figure it all out. Of course. And this is where the reset button really came into play, because, well, this is where they all die. Yeah, yeah, right at <laughs> the end. Except for Mitchell. Oh, in the Star Wars chamber. Yeah, yeah. 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 But in the, the, it was meant to be the time travel machine. Yeah, it was very yeah. Star Wars-y, wasn't it? It was, yeah. it was a very big yeah. chamber, no no uh, handrails. Yeah, no rails. Yeah, drop, yeah, yeah. Drop yeah. Jafar side. ringing down yeah. and shooting. Mm-hmm. Laser beams everywhere. Mm-hmm. Carter trying to figure it all out. Daniel going I'm a target shoot me shoot me <laughs> <laughs> yeah. which they did yeah, yeah. 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 like some sort of ending but very we much yeah. wasn't real yeah but ultimately is victory snatched from the jaws of defeat well, I have to say um, a shout out for Teal's death oh yeah he took yeah. a lot of shots didn't he? He, he took a lot of shots he's a very, very, very noble <laughs> yeah and yeah, you yeah. got uh, Vala as a gold come down to gloat over Teal's dying form she looked odd there was something different about her I think it's when she's Vala in the series She's caked in eye makeup, yeah, and they very much try to make her look cute. They she's more bouncy, yeah, she's that. bouncy. And in this, they scrubbed her of makeup and made her look like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. I had she to was. look, I had to look twice yeah. to check it was actually the same actor. Uh, but for... I have to say that so there's Vala over the, standing over to your gloating, and of course he's holding a grenade, mm. yeah. which he lets go. And oh my god, oh, run dear. for the blue! Destroys the time machine. Yeah, destroys mm-hmm. the run lot. For the Balloon. No, run for the boom. Oh, boom. Sorry. Oh. I missed the balloon. I, why do I bother? I why? Do and I... so, as a result, the reset button is well and truly pressed. Yeah, yep. much yep. so. Oh, yeah. Cameron's jumped through mm-hmm. to save his grandfather. Grandfather. Mm-hmm. Right. Just something that stuck in my mind. I think I mentioned it when we was watching it. The bomb that they're carrying to blow up the ship. Yeah. The big sphere with the light in it. it could you say anything else?
course that said bomb. It, it needed, needed a fuse. It needed a fuse. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice Amy know at the end there when they take out the real bowel or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Shot right in the forehead. Blam, straight through the head. Mm-hmm. It ends with everyone reappearing, apparently unscathed. Yep. Not knowing anything had happened. Mm. No. Nope. At uh, the extraction ceremony. Although that is where you get your temporal orphan. Presumably there is, in the past... Still a... a, a, a Cameron Cameron. Mitchell. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but by then he'd probably be dead. He, he probably would be. 60-odd yeah, yeah. years his, ago. His so. grandfather was dead, so he would be dead. But you have yeah. him in the photo. You yes. Do. That's it, the, you yeah. know, the final shot. Oh. Yeah. So he knows it's changed. He's lived his life in the past, making huge amounts of money on the stock market. Mm. Mm. I know, I would. So would I. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, continuum, do we recommend? Yeah, it's all right. It's mm. all right. It's, a, it's a more of a bubblegum movie. Switch your brain off and just watch. Yeah. Nothing too difficult. You tried, but then you tried to explain temporal physics to us and we had to switch it back on again. <laughs> no, no, my brain... Never do that again. My brain stopped. Oh. <laughs> so that brings us to the end of another Staggering Stories podcast. In the next one, more of the same. Fight Club, Heroes Reviewed, and more general frivolity and silliness. So this is me, Crumbly, saying I'll be seeing you. Farewell. Goodbye. Never give up. Never surrender. You have been listening to Staggering Stories podcast, series one, number 31, featuring Adam J. Purcell, Andy Simpkins, Fake Keith, and the real Keith Dunn. Views expressed here are those as speaker who don't necessarily represent those of the other speakers or the site. No copyright infringement is intended. This podcast is a Fake Keith production for www.staggeringstories.net. How many rodents could a visitor eat? Open pod bay doors, Hal. Kick. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. I haven't even bloody started. (laughs) I'm looking at the word best and I'm reading TARDIS. I'm sure I'm going dyslexic. (laughs) (laughs) So not only is the eyesight failing, the brain's going too. I was looking on um, Hold the Front Page at the the trade magazine online. And the headline reads... Police, what was it? Police breach human rights act when they bugged journalists. Oh, no. You can guess what I meant. <laughs> I nearly spat my coffee out. For God's sake! I mean, I've been to some dodgy press calls in my time, but it was never that bad. Mm-hmm. L- lucky journalist. <laughs> oh, God. oh Jesus! <laughs> the eyes are green, and he turns to him and, and says, uh, "We play the game again." Time Lord. And it's the fact that he's. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just sorry. Yeah. Sorry, you've thrown me off. Sorry, Fake you made Keith the bad noise. <laughs> Fake Keith has just blown off. <laughs> it vibrated all through the sofa. All of her was just. I'm sorry, it's that cake. It really hurts. <laughs> I am annoyed at you. I was in my stride thing, and I would come over there and strike you, but it's just not worth the effort. You're going to do it again. I hope not. That really hurt. <laughs> there she is. We've got to be quick. Cake. We've got to keep it tight. We've got to keep it... I was trying to keep it yeah. tight, but it escaped. <laughs> <laughs> It was just a sheepish look at her face. <laughs> <Some> uh, earthquake. <laughs> squeaky flobble, squeaky flobble. Oh, Jesus. Have you ever seen Family Guy where he does that farting competition with Mike, um, mm. Michael Moore? Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. You should try that. <laughs>